0: Everybody. Welcome to the Seed Juice Soul Podcast coming to you live, KUSF.org. I'm your girl Aisha, live in the studio today, feeling good, feeling great. <laughs> all day every day i got an amazing lovely guest with us today you guys i have the academic the author (laughs) the activist the entrepreneur the woman of many gifts and talents oh Oh my gosh we have miss nola haynes in the studio with us y'all can we clap it up
1: oh my goodness (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: that was the best intro ever in the history of intros.
0: Oh, my goodness. Nola, we were just talking about this before we got on mm-hmm. air. It's, it's been a journey. Girl! It's, it's been a journey, but you are here, girl. I am here!
1: Yes, yes, I survived the Tenderloin. Girl, it's like the never would me. got <laughs> here, girl. Yes. What's up, everybody? I'm Nola Haynes, and I'm so excited to be here. Yes. I should thank you so much for this
0: yes. invitation. Yes. It's been a long time, you yep. guys. Nola here is the founder and creator of Nola Haynes TV, mm-hmm. um, a YouTube channel, a talk show all about... Interviewing different artists, entrepreneurs, creators who yep. are basically owning their dream, owning their craft, and she's on a mission to highlight it, all of their stories and put them out there. So mm-hmm. you're doing awesome work in the community. Thank you. We're Thank you. Super glad to have you on the show today. Thank you. Talking about Nola Haynes TV, who you are, mm-hmm. and what you have to offer. Um, shout out to my other co-host of the Seed You Show, Ashley is not with us this week, you guys, because she is graduating. Woohoo, Ashley! Yes, Give it up. Yeah, yes. <laughs> talking about that black girl magic come on right. sprinkle sprinkle. Yes. <laughs> Let it just sprinkle all over you yes she is graduating with a master's in education entrepreneur leadership from the university of pennsylvania go so, girl clap it up for her she'll be back with us in a few weeks mike is out this week coaching brother damon's on his way y'all see, brother damon on his way He's on his way see, what it's y'all... a marathon <laughs> like literally not nipsey but literally a marathon <laughs> <laughs> that's see that's what y'all don't understand when we talk about it, it was a process for us to Get in the studio today, okay? Cause you got caught in the tenderloin. Girl. (laughs) Caught. Uber said, mm-mm.
1: I ordered about 18, 17, 19 different Ubers. And girl. And I was going back and forth between Uber and Lyft. Oh my god. And I god. kept walking further, kept walking further. Oh. And finally, I was able to get a Lyft. Oh, Jesus. In, right literally in the heart of the
0: Tenderloin. Okay. But you know what? But we here. Girl. But we here. We, we are made here. It. We made it. We yes. are here. Yes. We're gonna have our episode. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about NHTV. Yes. We're going to talk about being black entrepreneurs. Come on. We're going to talk about your campaign, create your own lane. Come on. Keep your eyes on the road. Let's you know go. what I'm saying? Keep going. <laughs> Let's you go. Know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, we got our seed of the day, which I'm super excited for because this came to me with the idea of create your mm-hmm. own lane. Mm-hmm. So... Today's seed of the day is entitled, More Sharing and Less Comparing, mm-hmm. Defining Healthy Competition. Yes. let that marinate? I love it. Just let it marinate. Mm-hmm. Let it sizzle. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just sizzle.
1: Hold up. Sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I am kind of hungry. you right. I'm starving, girl.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I'm like sitting here thinking like, where am I going to eat? <laughs> I'm going to figure out some little. I know food spots in Oakland. So, but I don't really know food spots in the city. Oh, okay, Unless okay. Unless you some like Mexican food. There's a place over on Hay Street. I yeah.
1: live in L.A. I mean, okay. I, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can figure it out. We yep.
0: can figure it out. But um, am super excited for this topic because... In today's world, especially as artists and activists Mm -hmm. and entrepreneurs and creators, you know, we all have, like, this passion to create. Yes. And we all have, like, this passion to share what we're doing. And in that process of, you know, putting yourself out there and going after, Mm -hmm. like, what you believe and growing to be the person that you are, there's this... um, brewing type of insecurity that can start to come up. Yes. And people can start mm. comparing themselves mm-hmm. and they can start looking at what the next person is doing and get so caught up in what they're doing mm-hmm. that they forget about their own journey. Absolutely. And I really want to have this conversation in terms of what is that thin line between being inspired by somebody and then being intimidated by right. somebody. And I don't think we really talk about that enough. No, I think we don't. people want to act like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine. I'm not really thinking about the next person. But I'm like, but are you? Right. Are you really good? Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're going to have a conversation around that yes we're also going to be interviewing miss nola we got some books for you guys mm-hmm. we're going to end it off on a good note with yes. our quote of the week and you know it's going to keep it positive keep it good you know that's what we do mm-hmm. on the seed you so podcast that's what we do every day yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's start off real quick with our check-in question because you know before we got to you know set the tone yes you know, make sure we you know we all on one accord <laughs> Like, <it's> like chat. <laughs> and so today's check-in question since we're going to be talking about Um, defining healthy competition and being Mm -hmm. comfortable with yourself, but then also learning how to be inspired by somebody and learning Mm -hmm. from somebody. The check-in question today is, Who inspires you and why? Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, listeners, these questions, even though we are answering them, these questions are also for you. So, Nola,
1: did you want to go first? Sure. Um, I thought a lot about this question, and it's so funny sitting here at a Jesuit school at the University of San Francisco. um, My honest question is, you know, after my my mom, obviously, it really was... uh, foundationally the women the nuns that that uh in in elementary school in new orleans like i'm not kidding Hmm. and the reason some of the things we were talking about is um there was something going on within the catholic world something called liberation theology Hmm. and so right around the time (laughs) i was in school um in, in elementary school the nuns were rebelling against tradition and so we were coming up, and we were seeing this. So we were seeing these these educated, strong women, you mm. know, who who were um, our teachers. So we were watching them, and we were learning from them. And you know, I I want to say when I was like in the fifth grade, you know, um, I forget what it was. Particularly, I think we were looking at a map. Yeah. And Oxford was on the map. Okay. And I remember saying something like, "I want to go there," mm. and one of the nuns was like. Well, yeah, you can. Of course, you'll be there one day. Mm. That stuck with me, mm. you know. Um, especially, you don't hear too too much about a black child having a lot of positive experiences with white teachers at that age. Mm. These were um, European women, mostly from Ireland, and it was just a very different and kind of of a powerful and transformative experience.
0: Wow, okay. And so what age in um, elementary school was this for you? This
1: this was like fifth grade. Fifth
0: grade. Yeah, so you have an idea
1: of Oxford in your brain in the fifth grade. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's pretty powerful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and -hmm. like, I like how you're talking about like kind of breaking those barriers in terms of what people would assume about like a, a white and black teacher type of interaction mm-hmm. especially with a young black child right so interesting yeah Look
1: at that. Look i mean that. there are other situations it was True. a black school it's a black city and there were these badass black female <laughs> teachers there too mm. um so it was a very unique situation you know oh, okay. so yeah i like mm-hmm. that i like that yeah. see
0: guys you know the inspiration comes in all areas from all people in all different ways and sometimes it is like hard to narrow down specifically. Mm-hmm. Who inspires you? Mm-hmm. But when I was thinking about this question for myself, same thing to hear, um, Nola. I could think of my mom, mm-hmm. my dad. Mm-hmm. I could think of like famous writers right. like Langston Hughes, of course. or Neil Hurston, yep. you know, even like um, contemporary ri- writers like Marcus Garvey mm-hmm. or Katori Hall. But yesterday it really it hit my spirit and Mm -hmm. the two people right now who are coming to my heart in terms of who inspires me are my two godchildren and it's funny because these are Damon's children oh wow okay yeah shout out to Alina Ray and Amar I love that um I went to Amar's uh Little League baseball game yesterday Mm -hmm. and Damon was coaching and I was there to you know support Amar but Mm -hmm. Alina's like Let's mm-hmm. go to the, you know, slide. She's yeah. two Amar seven. So I take her over to the slide. We're playing around. And essentially, like my interaction with her and even just seeing Amar, I spend time with them a lot. Mm-hmm. But yesterday for whatever particular reason, after like spending my time with them when I was driving home, it just really, really hit my spirit how being around them, they give me so much joy. Mm. And in particular because being around such young people like yeah. that, they really remind you of how like they're able to find the joy in the most simplest things. Like yeah. me and Alina, we're just sitting there with our little play cards, just throwing them down like the uh, the slide, and she is cracking up, mm-hmm. you know. And Amar is over there, you know, about to go up and hit the bat. I mean, hit the ball with the bat. He's so focused and so determined. Mm-hmm. And so being around them, you know, as an adult now, going on what 34, about to be 35, mm-hmm. it's just good being around like that fresh new type of spirit. Oh, absolutely! I just yeah. remind you to find the hilarity in the simple things, I agree. and to Always give your focus and your determination in any temple or mm-hmm. all things in life. So they really inspired me. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of their life and to have like that renewal, fresh like fresh type of spirit mm-hmm. that I can like engage with. So shout out to the babies. I love I, them.
1: I think I agree with you. You know, I actually get inspired all the time from my students. Yeah. You know, they they're like uh 18 19 years old Mm -hmm. and they're so you know excited and nervous and anxious and all these different things and um i i get inspired by how hard they want to work yeah you know like and i agree with you you know we could easily say like one of the one of the 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 people that i thought i was going to talk about was angela davis Mm -hmm. um because you know She was so transformative in my, in my life for many reasons, you know, I think, which is one of the reasons why I went to UCLA, actually. Mm. Um, And I, but then I thought harder and I'm like, but I don't know her, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I've met her once, Uh, you know, who, who had that, that. That that thing, that moment that really touched my heart and my mm-hmm. spirit. Yeah. You know, like who did I have interactions with? Yes. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And
0: those type of interactions are interactions that continually feed you mm-hmm. and continually help you with your growth and your process. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I you know uh, and we hope you guys that are out there listening to us right now, take the time to think about those within your inner circle, within your outer circle. Really appreciate the people that really inspire you to be better, to reflect, to give thanks. Because sometimes we're just so quick just, you know, going through, you know, the motions of life Mm -hmm. that we don't really stop and show those appreciation, Mm -mm. you know? No, we don't. And I thought to ask this question to set a tone Mm -hmm. of appreciation and inspiration, because Mm -hmm. since we're going to be talking about comparing and sharing Mm -hmm. and competition, we're hoping with this conversation, of course, to be vulnerable, to offer our own insights on mm-hmm. how we've overcome that, but also to really get you guys thinking about how do you get more comfortable with yourself <laughs> so you can own your own <laughs> position and journey? And then also, how can you get in a position where you know how to collaborate, celebrate and work with others? Because at the yes. end of the day, we're all just working towards something. Yep. So instead of looking at the next person like, well, why'd they do it and I didn't? Mm-hmm. Come on now, clap mm-hmm. it up for your fellow yeah, sister. Clap, clap it up for your fellow brother. Get inspired right. now, people. Come Come so we're mm-hmm. trying to set that tone i love it Mm -hmm. we gotta acknowledge though first that there is kind of like a brewing issue there but it's okay we Mm -hmm. don't don't get there Mm -hmm. um so we're gonna hop right into the topic we got two articles for you to reference the first article is entitled why we compare ourselves to others on social media and how to stop this is posted on tinybuddha.com and then there's also another article entitled unhealthy and healthy competition. I really enjoyed reading mm-hmm. this, how like it broke it down specifically. It's like, hmm, it makes you think about your own self and processing. And this is posted on skybound.com. So yeah, you know, we're living in this time, you guys, and you could look at this from so many multiple perspectives. You mm-hmm. could look at it from the perspective as being an artist, an entrepreneur, whatever given profession you have. Right. You could look at it just being a regular human being. Right. At any given time in your life, there's going to come a point where you are going to per se size yourself up in comparison to somebody else and like we were saying like when is that problematic where does that come from Mm -hmm. how does that stifle your growth like Mm -hmm. how can we get to a better position within ourselves where we're comfortable with who we are Mm -hmm. while still celebrating and collaborating with other people so i'm really excited to hear what nola got to say (laughs) because you know i got my questions and stuff (laughs) but um let's just go ahead and get into this conversation i mean one of the first questions i thought we could just you know first address this how does the culture today influence us to compare? and is this problematic? Why or why mm-hmm. not? What are your thoughts around that girl? Well, my, my
1: first thought is is that we always have to remember um, what our country is and what it's about. I read years ago, I read this amazing article about the way that shame functions inside of a capitalist uh, society mm. and that we are a shame culture. And what that means is, You want to run out and buy something because you're ashamed if you don't have that thing. Mm. Right. Okay. So all of this commerce material materiality is all focused around shame. Right. Because if you don't have that cool thing, then you're not a cool person. Right. So what we wear on our bodies represents our level of coolness, supposedly. Okay. Mm. So that's that's the starting point for for me the 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 shame culture that we all live in now social media definitely highlights this shame culture right because it's not what you're you know you showing up to school for the first you know day one and you want to show everybody what your parents bought for you for christmas no it's daily it's by the moment constantly on social media right Mm. so it's not like this big build up for like christmas and then you get all your dope gear and then you go to school and then it wears off no Mm. it's constant 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 Mm. and then also inside of our capitalist structure is this idea of um how we can reproduce things very quickly right? Very quickly, um, <laughs> cheaply, and so and so you have the shame culture, and then you have it amplified by social media, and then you're also bringing in this material culture that we can just uh, have access to and it turns around very yeah, quickly, right? Oh so you can buy cheaper clothes, right? You can buy cheaper products, and so it's just this constant fueling, fueling oof. of shame, uh, right? Because Every time we post, we got to be doing something interesting. We have to be doing something fly. We have to look fly. Mm -hmm. I don't, I I would argue that in the beginning, social media wasn't that. Yeah. And then once people realize they can start making money and build their personal brands. Oh,
0: yeah, girl.
1: It was like, (laughs) I can be an influencer. Somebody's going to pay me for my opinion. Then the posts start looking very different, yeah. right? They almost look like photo shoots. Yeah, and they do. Right? <laughs> and, they, and they do, yeah, definitely. And I can tell you what goes into a photo shoot. You need mm-hmm. your hair. You need your makeup. You need your clothes, the right? The lighting. The lighting. You
0: need all of these <laughs> tools, right? There's a certain time to post now. Absolutely. <laughs> all of that.
1: All um, of these things. So we're all engaged in um, this thing that was supposed to bring us closer together. You know, yeah. this social sort of um connection and it's turned into commerce right mm. and you always have to go back and understand who we are as a country right money 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 right so it's not us just showing up to school the first day and looking fly no you trying to make money off your brand so every time you post you're going to be looking fly but what happens is there's pressure that comes along with yep. that right mm-hmm yeah right so say for instance if all of your posts you know you done you you know you your your makeup is fly your hair is fly every single time you don't want to engage in reality mm. at that point right you don't you don't want to post um you know which what you look like after you leave the gym and all these different things i do you know i i post when you're sweat dripping and all i want you to see the real real life yeah, right yeah. not not just like the final product at yeah. the end of it um but yeah i i would definitely say that um the starting point is not social media. It no. This this has happened. Social media definitely amplifies it, but this is um, truly something indicative of our culture. Mm. And um, well, I've traveled. I've traveled the world, Aisha. And yeah. I got to tell you, you know, I. <laughs> with, you know, I I'm originally from the South, New yeah. Orleans. What up, New Orleans?
0: <laughs> no, um, la baby. <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly.
1: Y'all. Um, and I remember, you know, Mama Ma. She would recycle everything, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny, you know, on social media how we have all these jokes in the black community about remember this mm-hmm. and when you were a kid, blah blah blah. Those things are funny, but you know they were they they're real. Yeah. You know, my my grandmother had, you know, um, mason jars and all of these different things um, to to store things in. She yeah. recycled, you know, things that she bought from the store. We've gotten away from that. Um, I still see it in other countries that I've been in. You know, when I was in Central America, I saw it. When I was in West Africa, I saw it. And um, just the quality of life is different, and what you appreciate is different. And what we appreciate here, you know, is money and material um, assets. That's what we appreciate here. So it makes sense. Yeah. It definitely makes sense. Um,
0: I I appreciate the fact that you started with the shame culture. Mm -hmm and how it's like constant overwhelming because that's what i wrote in my notes i write we live in a world of constant consumption mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just like it and it creates like what you said it creates shame mm-hmm. and it also creates this false need of i need more yeah. and i'm not enough mm-hmm. unless i have this mm-hmm. so you're very spot on with the fact that It's all just kind of rooted in this idea of we can get people in this mindset wrapped around to get this to be happy. Mm -hmm. But then it's a constant wheel Mm -hmm. because no matter what you get, you'll never be happy enough and Mm -hmm. you'll never be enough and you'll always want more. And it really creates like a sick type of like psychosis. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people, the scary thing about it is a lot of people aren't even aware of it. Mm -hmm. And even for us to sit here and talk about it, right, mm-hmm. it's like a privilege to analyze it mm-hmm. and, you know, to go into depth and to be critical yeah, yeah, yeah. about it, to put on your academic glasses right. and go, oh, oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But I mean, you know, to be real, like, to some degree, like, we all been affected by it, oh, you know? Course. And it's like, you know, when you're able to recognize, like, okay, this is problematic for me, what can I do for myself? Then it makes you think about the person that hasn't even, like, recognized it at all. But, um, and it's funny, you were talking about money, money, money. I mean, if Ashley was here, she would say, it's capitalism, y'all. It's mm-hmm, capitalism. Mm-hmm. And that's how they keep us. Because at the yeah. end of the day, if they can get us wrapped around this idea that if you buy this, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Or if you look like this, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Then everybody's going to be a slave to that. Oh, absolutely. And it's just important for us to really reevaluate and i love the fact yeah. that you bring up like your mama, mama you called her mama, my, my grandmother your grandmother uh-huh. yeah you know like shout out to the black grandmas mm-hmm. you know my family we have this tradition um this last sunday um on mother's day it's going on 47 years mm. all the women get together mm-hmm. we go out to dinner um, afterwards, we go to a family's house for dessert for fellowship. I love we all it. have to wear like the same like color. Like this oh, year was wow. red and white. That's beautiful. You know, one year we're wearing like. Um, next year's gonna be our uh, church hats and pearls. You know, mm. so mm-hmm. it's fellowship, it's gathering, mm. and um, it's the descendants of my grandmother and her three sisters who are from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And so they're gone now. Mm. And so now it's like my aunts are the matriarchs, which is so weird. Yeah, but they're looking at us like you guys have to keep this going. Yeah, you do. And when you were Talking about your mama, ma, um, it just made me think about right now for this conversation, what are our values? Because that's what my auntie Dorothy said. She said, mm-hmm. what are we valuing? It's so are you valuing just, you gonna go out with your friends and right. post on social media, but what about coming together with your family? Mm-hmm. What about, you know, making sure that the things that really keep us and sustain us, is that at the center of who we are? Right. And I just wonder over time, how can we find a balance if that's even doable right. or if it's out there? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you
1: know, it's a it's it's a complicated thing, you know, because I've um, I've thought about this a great a great deal, and um, I'm going to reference this kind of like really kitschy movie. It's an old movie. Oh my goodness! I think it's called Fools Rush In, and it was this movie with Selma Hayek.
0: Oh, I love that movie. (laughs) And what
1: (laughs) I'm going to reference it because. I, you know, they they they, they made us they made a they made a point that Selma was from a deeply loving and spiritual family and how well they were connected. And then her who wound up being her partner was from more of a secular tradition family, mm-hmm. not really close. Mm-hmm. You know, and the movie made it a point to show those two differences. Yes, right? I remember. Yep. And so I, I I'm still dancing around with the. The, the, the binary of secular versus religion mm. in my heart and in my spirit because I can't say that um, I prescribe to religion per se because religion in terms of um, the organization I you know I have deep problems with you know yeah. grow, you know being born into Catholicism from a Catholic city there are a lot of things that are going on that I'm just I I, I can't condone yeah um, and 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 it just breaks my spirit in a way yeah um but one of my favorite books when i was at the divinity school was this book called on religion um and uh what the book was about it was about faith that unknowable thing that can't be proven Mm. and that it's not necessarily a about religion per se and that's where where, where i'm at and mm-hmm. this is where i'm going with this so i think that families that tend to have a bond around uh spirituality around religion hmm. um interesting there's something that kind of it, it's kind of almost like the foundational glue right I think, okay yeah not and i'm not saying always
0: no i know what you mean go ahead y- you know what i'm saying? Yes, and, yes, and yes, yes
1: if perhaps there's more of a secular kind of uh, family structure you know where there isn't really that kind of um, ideological glue whatever that ideology is you just kind of splinter off and go about and do things on your own you know um, and it's not necessarily about having that closeness mm-hmm. you know with your family yeah um, and, and and I'm not I'm still thinking through this but I think there's something there there's definitely some sort of correlation.
0: Um, yeah because I think if you look at it from more of a like let's look at it from like a spirituality type of Mm -hmm. standpoint not like the rigorous law abiding thou shall be this and thou shall not Mm -hmm. do that religious type of view Mm -hmm. but the foundations of um, community Mm -hmm. fellowship unconditional love family mm-hmm. coming together having a good time mm-hmm. things that aren't just like things that you're like told to do but right. things that you love to do and mm-hmm. you do them naturally with your family because it's rooted in the traditions mm-hmm. with an underlining of the spiritual aspect right. absolutely um, and then going through things together mm-hmm. being with each other together makes it more close right which i think with the technology and social media it's a tool that can like make things like more convenient and mm-hmm. helpful for us but when we make it our everything Mm -hmm. and if we make it our soul connector we lose that yeah and the next thing we know you know going back to like this whole like you like the um we're constantly scrolling and we're seeing the overwhelming images of what the next person has of what they're doing and how great and amazing their life is. We're not seeing the behind the scenes. Oh, right. We're only seeing the highlight reel. Mm -hmm. And so that loses that sense of connection that loses that sense of camaraderie because now we're all just like this. It was even like kind of weird there for a second. I had to put my phone down because I was like, okay, I know Ashley told me to get some videos of you. Uh But as like I was taping you there for a second, I was like, wait, I was like, I want to like look her in the face or whatever. So I was like, maybe I'll do this next time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. But you know, so Mm -hmm. I mean, It's just, I don't know. And there's so many different ways to look at it. And obviously, like, for us, like... We lived in a world, or we know of a world where th- this stuff wasn't here at one right, point. Right, right, right. But now we're entering, or we are in an age where, like my godchildren, for example, this is the this reality. is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just you know, I just wonder over time, and it's obviously what the impact is going to be because, like you said, the comparison mm-hmm. has always been there, but now like it's even amplified even oh, more, and the distraction. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's there's not much time to sit and think about it, mm-hmm. or to like why. <laughs> right. and, and you know
1: and, and again you know it kind of kind of tying, wrapping up my, my point that I was you know trying to drive in terms of secularism which according to some studies depending on you know who, who, who you want to look at you know it's definitely on the rise mm-hmm. although um, Christianity is, is still uh, thriving and strong in our country but in the west in general the, the, the western part of the hemisphere um, you know, sec- sec- uh, secularization is definitely um, on the rise, and the reason why I keep bringing that up is because it's also indexed to logic and rationality, right? Mm. Which is also goes against these ideas of spirituality and faith, right? They mm. people tend to think that they clash. I don't agree with that. Mm. Um, I, I don't think that uh, logic and rationality clashes with spirituality and religion and family and all and, mm. and all that. So when you have this idea of logic and rationality, you can rationalize in your brain why you're not going to that family function, Mm. right? Yeah, Because cousin one, two, three is toxic from like when you were children. You don't want to surround yourself around that and so you stay away, right? These are rational and logical decisions Mm. versus your intuition of just being around family and you're just kind of like letting your pride go, letting your ego go. And you're just in your family unit, regardless mm. of what's, you know, who might be toxic aunt, uncle or cousin. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so it's just this it's always something that there's always a versus in the middle of everything. I right. Know, it's they do. always a versus. It's always competition, even within ourselves. Right. Oh, so, God. yeah, it, I definitely fall somewhere in the, the middle.
0: Mm-hmm. you know
1: of secular religion spirituality yeah. i definitely believe that they don't ha- they're not in opposition to each other
0: yeah the same way that makes me think about like competition like yeah. the competition doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing because we do need to grow we do need to be challenged oh absolutely but we are always placed in a mm-hmm. position like you said where yep. it's either one or the other uh-huh. and so with that being said like i'm thinking how would you then define healthy competition and mm. like we we we're acknowledging yes. all the things that are like kind of problematic mm-hmm. and we're going to still continue to like acknowledge that but how would you go about defining that then like for yourself or mm-hmm. like this culture I you know case in point for me I
1: love surrounding myself around badass women <laughs> Like, you know, like, man, you know, I have some amazing women in my life yes. um, from my best friend, you know, shout out Ozzy, that's um, my best
0: friend. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know, to, um, oh, man, to the myriad of women. Mm. Uh, shout out to Corey. I mean, there's so many, there's so many women that, that's dancing through my mind right now, but that's intentional. You know, mm-hmm. I surround myself around um, women like um, I don't know if you're gonna know these names, but women like Shamel Bell and Fumi Lola. Mm-hmm. Um, they were at the Arts. And yes, they were. Yes. They were yes. on the yes. panel. Yeah, yes. I, I surround myself around women like that on purpose because if I can um, break bread and be in community around beautiful, bold, brave, and brilliant women. Yes. You know what I'm saying, like. I don't have time to think about what the n- next person yes, girl, is doing. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because I'm surround. I I, I literally wrap myself yes. in it. And what it does, it-, it helps me work through my own insecurities because we're human and we all have them. Yeah. And it makes me just want to clap for my sisters even louder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really is a very useful um, tool. The very people... Who, you may look at and be like, oh, this person is doing this. This person is doing that. How about you go be in community with them? Mm. Yes, definitely. You know. Yeah. Um. And I mean genuine community. I, I don't. Now mean, you're trying to get something. Yeah. Out I don't of mean people. cloud chasing. No, That's not what no, I, no, I. I no, definitely no. do not mean that. No. Like that is like you know. Keep all that energy away from me because mm-hmm. I can feel it, honey. Like yeah. I am a energy like. I'm all about energy. I can be your vibe. I definitely <laughs> can see your aura and mm-hmm. it is ugly and dark and you need to keep mm-hmm. your ass away from me. But <laughs> in terms of like healthy competition, I think, you know, it is cheering on milestones for your friends group.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Um, or even celebrating whatever milestone you may reach. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think it's something very powerful. I I, I think it's, it's kind of like very similar to the concept of fear. You do that thing that you fear the most, right? Mm-hmm. And then that way, it ha- it no longer has power over you. Yeah, definitely. Right? So if we're scrolling through Instagram all
0: day long and we're looking at these bomb women, I'm gonna be in community with those bomb there women. There you go. There you go. Definitely. You know, and it's I think it's so so one thing that's coming to mind for me to like have that type of mindset and to have not even like that spirit. Because you brought it up with, like, the persons like Or and who Mm -hmm. they are. To me, it starts from your foundation. Mm -hmm. So the fact, like, because I I feel you, girl. Last night, we were all watching the Warriors game over at Damon's Yeah, Uh Because Damon's girlfriend is my best friend. Oh, cool. And so it was, like, Ariel, and it was Asia, and it Mm -hmm. was Jamie. And so Asia's an actress, Mm -hmm. and Ariel's a singer, and so is Jamie. And Vogue's a poet. I love how y'all do that in Oakland. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) I love Oakland so
1: much. You know, it do. reminds me of New Orleans. Like, I will drive my little ass from LA to Oakland. And people are like, why are you always in Oakland? I'm like, why are you not in Oakland? You know, like community fellowship, yes, you know? Like, yes. I love it. Yeah, okay. I'm
0: sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, you're good, but. Uh,
1: you're good. Hi. What's up?
0: Damon just came into the studio with hey, us, Damon. y'all. He was caught up in the Beta Breakers marathon, but we oh, glad to yes. have you up in here, brother, brother. I, I heard about y- y- your kids and your girlfriend. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with the check-in question, it was who has inspired you, yeah. and I said Alina and Amar. What? Yeah. 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 I'll feel you in you know, on why I said that or whatever. But um, hold on real quick. I'm going to go ahead and let you take this mic because I'm going to switch over to the other one real quick. Go ahead and say something right now to the listeners.
2: What's up, y'all? Sorry, I'm just trying to get my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I have to walk through beta breakers, up, oh my god, and all that good stuff. So okay. yeah, y'all just give me a minute.
0: I'm like, no, you good? So okay, this how you doing? Though? We doing good. We, good. You know, we, so we've been having our conversation mm. around um, healthy competition, um, the culture of comparison. Um, Nola here was bringing up some really great points in reference to the fact that a lot of the comparison, the insecurity, is in reference to a shame culture and how we are basically just living in a time of constant consumption, which then creates this need of needing more and also not feeling like you're enough, yeah. which then creates an insecure person who then feels like they have to be in comparison and com- competition with right. other people. Right. But now we're transitioning into this question around what is healthy competition, mm-hmm. and Nola here was just you know giving big ups and much love. To the strong women's circle that she Absolutely. has Absolutely. I was over here. Shout out
1: to the village. You know what I'm saying? So Shout I was out over to the village. Telling her about
0: the village that we have here. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, so the foundation is where you come from. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for me, growing up between my mother, my grandmothers, mm-hmm. my cousins, my aunts, a constant pour of unconditional love, mm-hmm. which I did not, people didn't talk about it. Yeah. They just did it. They just did and it. And then naturally what I noticed over time as I reflect back, and I'm so thankful to God for it. Like mm. I have constantly throughout my life just been surrounded by amazing people. Yes. Like who just do amazing mm-hmm. things and really let their light just shine. Yep. And it's, it's a very just, it's one of the things I'm very passionate about just in general. I love to be around people that are shining mm-hmm. and I love to help others recognize their light mm-hmm. because it was interesting that you mentioned about like, you know, some people's auras, you ain't gotta get away from mm-hmm. me. I've, I've, I'm mm-hmm. learning over, I'm learning how to, cause sometimes I always want to see the good in everybody because yes. I, this may sound kind of random, but I'm gonna wrap it up, but I don't like that term. Um, oh, oh um, I love my haters. I don't like that. And that's, this is the reason. Me neither. This is the reason why I don't like this um, term because a hater per se is somebody who has been disappointed or who has some type mm-hmm. of bitterness within their spirit. Mm-hmm. And that bitterness can come from a lot of different places. It could have came from a broken home. It yeah. could have came from a broken heart. Mm-hmm. It could have came from a disappointment or a rejection in life. Yeah. And I've come to learn the fact that since I've been blessed with loving parents, with loving family, and even though I have gone through heartbreak and I mm-hmm. have gone through disappointment, I've had a supporting system of people mm-hmm. that have nourished me and kept me and let my light still shine. Mm-hmm. And I think about the people who, are, there are like hateful people out there, yeah. right? But it's because something hateful happened to them, yeah. and so I don't want to encourage that hateful behavior. Mm-hmm. I want to put the fire out, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, well, I know you hating on me, so yeah, that's like to me, that's when it becomes very vain, yeah, and that's when it comes, to, it, it like you lose sight of like. The values and principles so to
1: answer my well long, can, can i say something yeah, really yeah, quick please do no. you know i've been dying to talk about this <laughs> idea of the word hating first of all <laughs> people misuse it and mm. i'm going to give you two mm. examples okay, a girl. critique is not hating first oh, of all well, no. if someone is critiquing you and I don't mean just coming for you, right? I mean critiquing you on very substantive yeah. points. Right. That is not hating. Right. That means you cannot engage right. in a substantive conversation. That's
0: constructive criticism.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Number two. Yes. If someone doesn't like you, doesn't necessarily mean hating also. And I think that people that have this idea about they love their haters, they have issues too. Yes. Because you you know what I'm saying? Like somehow you are take you you are removing any sort of responsibility for for your possible foul behavior from yourself right just because someone may not like something that you do or something that you did that doesn't mean that they're hating now what you're talking about something very specific you were talking about people who do give genuine hate right who are just bitter for no reason (laughs) right (laughs) like genuine right that is very different and and i can't stand when people like oh the haters It's just, in what context? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we break this down? Um, And and, and it's also, you
0: know, a tad bit narcissistic that's what i'm saying it's very vain and then like for at least for the person who then wants to egg it on yeah and thank you for bringing up the fact that there is a difference between hating and constructive criticism Absolutely. because we do need to have we do need to learn how to have meaningful constructive mm-hmm. dialogue with people oh. who may disagree with us you should have been on our episode we were talking about oh, that god. oh yeah. you were supposed to be there oh it was a <laughs> to say true Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> don't remind me of the food poisoning no. oh my god it wasn't your fault though girl but nah but um That's, like, for me, healthy competition, like, at least for me, really just boils down to, like, your values and your principles and, like, what matters to you the most because, as we were mentioning earlier, instead of feeling, instead of giving into this lie of needing more and consuming more and feeling like you're not enough, when you start to value the journey, when you start to value Mm -hmm. the people around you who are about substance and love and growth and having a genuine good time, Mm -hmm. the competition within yourself is more so just to be better right. not only for you but for those that you love. Absolutely. So that's what healthy competition looks like for me as opposed to mm-hmm. all the negative superficial things that yeah. the world is trying to embed into Absolutely. us. Absolutely.
1: Well, insecurity, I, I think, you know, in terms of unhealthy competition, it insecurity is a starting point, right? And it all comes out of the starting point being this shame culture that is with the foundation is capitalism right and 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 the thing about it is i'm not using when i say capitalism i'm not it's not an Mm anti-capitalistic statement that i'm making i'm just stating a fact yeah um you know i'm you know so i i but i want to make that clear because i'm not up here you know trying to like you know tear down the system and all that that's not i'm that's not what i'm trying to say i'm just simply stating a fact right Mm -hmm. so insecurity comes out of this this cycle of a shame culture right that's built on these material ideas and the pressure creates insecurity the pressure from the shame culture right Mm -hmm. and it's those it's that insecurity Mm -hmm. that then um drives unhealthy competition yep exactly it drives that bitterness and that hatred and Mm -hmm. that envy envy is a dangerous demon Mm -hmm. very dangerous demon Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. you know envy versus cheering your community on Mm -hmm. you know again Two very different things, yep. but also very closely related.
0: Yep, yep. Right. What mm-hmm. are you thinking over here, Brother Damon, about unhealth? Like, how would you define healthy competition? And Brother Damon, yeah, Brother, <laughs> Brother Damon over here. <laughs> uh, I'm
2: still trying to catch my breath. <laughs> uh, nah, but I think that you know, obviously, we could look to the kind of the obvious sources of the competition right now, which is like Instagram, Facebook, like mm. social media is where all that's being fed right now, unfortunately. And you look at two different things. You look at um, a person who looks at a lot of those, uh, say, Instagram models, or not even, not even people who are just like outwardly promoting some, you know, extravagant life, but just somebody who might be doing a little bit better than you, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who might have be accomplishing a little bit more than what you have accomplished, or might, you know, have maybe a little bit better of a situation, and you take that, and now you are in your feelings about it. That's Mm -hmm. one way you look at it. Or you take that and be like, all right, well, they on it, so I'm on it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They're feeding into my hustle just like I'm Mm -hmm. feeding into theirs. Even if, you know, they may be three, four, five steps ahead of me, I take that as motivation or, you know, you could either take it as motivation or you could take it as Hey, I'm sorry, I'm looking for my words right now. No, you're now. I'm, good. Like, you're trying good. to catch my breath. Right? No. But, um, <laughs> no, it's real out there, y'all. It's real. Y'all. It, it, it's real. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking through people in all kinds of shit. Child, Pikachu I was in that going like, what on <laughs> earth? <laughs> but nah, but no. Nah, I nah. think it's just the way that we receive kind of the, the, the culture that's been built lately mm-hmm. is like, it's gone in two different directions. And I think it comes down to your own kind of self-esteem in your own you know yeah. uh, absolutely feeling about where you are personally Very like true. if you feel like i'm not going anywhere i wanted to, i've been talking about what i wanted to do for 10 years and then yeah. i see somebody else who's, mm-hmm. who i knew maybe 10 years ago who's doing their thing right now right that might turn into hate mm. but if you're like all right you see that same thing and it's like okay i still could do this yeah i still can yeah. step up i can still get my stuff together and i can still make this happen yeah they did it i'm seeing how they are doing it you get a lot of you're getting a lot of examples out there. There's yep. a lot of people that are given a lot of, of free game out there. You know what I mean? It's a mm-hmm. lot of free game if you look yeah. at it that way. It's a lot of free the, game yeah, if you look at it that way. But if you look yeah. at it, if you look at it as all oh, all these people are doing the things that I wish that I was doing, then it turns into hey. Yeah. Know you know and I yep. think that that's you brought up mm-hmm. yeah. That's
0: a really great point. The free game. And it makes me think about that that line between being inspired and by being intimidated. Mm-hmm and like it really boils down to how you feel about yourself and your perspective around yourself and like my best friend always says shout out to Asia she says there's difference between having insecurities and being an insecure person Mm -hmm. because we all have insecurities that we have to work through but then like it gets to a point where you become like an insecure person Mm -hmm. that can mess up your whole mindset that can mess up your whole perception where as opposed to looking at the next person who can inspire you Mm -hmm. and you can learn from them you're now hating or you're now upset and also too I think it's important this aligns somewhat I'm I'm assuming because I know we're going to talk about um nola haynes tv and the create your own land mm-hmm. campaign i think it's important at least in my opinion you can okay like for example right i'm a playwright and i write stories and i love to write mm-hmm. and i'm inspired by playwrights of the past and i'm inspired by playwrights of today mm-hmm. now i can definitely look at marcus gardley katori hall and they right. doing their thing they right. out there as dope as hell right? right and like we could talk we could collaborate all that type of stuff but yeah. at the end of the day I'm just going to be me. You have and you, to. And you can't, you can always look at the next person for what they're doing, but you got to figure out what works for you. And if you're so busy trying to be what the next person is, or trying to emulate every single thing that they're doing, mm-hmm. where does that leave you in it? I
1: agree. You have to be comfortable with yourself. I, you know, I, I truly believe in authenticity. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. a huge believer in authenticity. And brother, you brought up something very interesting. You, without bringing it up, I think that, in addition to our shame culture, there's also youth, we're youth obsessed in the U S right. And we have these ideas. If we don't make it or, you know, like Nipsey said, you know, he has a whole song about being a millionaire while you're young. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was obsessed with that idea. I'm not even going to lie. I literally was obsessed with that idea. But I think what happens is we're programmed to think if you didn't hit that mark at a certain age, then perhaps, you know, then maybe you should stop or whatever, you know, it, that, that feeds into a whole nother level of insecurity, yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that we need to be very vocal about not just being authentic. I think that's very important, and hopefully we'll get back to that conversation. But also to realize that, you know, you are in your own lane. Mm-hmm. You know, you're moving at your own pace. I don't understand, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all running this race, <laughs> but it's like everybody's too busy trying to keep up with the next person, which means you're going to trip over yourself.
2: hundred
1: percent. Right? Yep. You need to stay focused in your lane mm-hmm. and run your own damn marathon. That's it. You can't run anybody else's marathon. That part. Point blank, <laughs> period. Mm-hmm. I, and also, <laughs> if you wake up at 50 or 60, like Colonel Sanders did right, and had an idea, right. then you go out there and you execute that idea.
0: That's That's applicable, let it be, for business pursuits. That could be applicable in terms of, like, maybe you have a goal now in terms of, like, something, like, with your body or something you want to achieve in terms of relationships or with children or... Traveling the world, like mm-hmm. you don't have to place yourself on the same timeline as somebody else. Right. You live your life, you live your Absolutely. story, and own exactly where you're at. You mm-hmm. always say that we're, we're exactly 100%. where 100%. we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's a it's, Damon Hasted Damon <laughs> <Damon's>
1: quote. <laughs> he <laughs> says that, all of that
2: <laughs> quote. Of the quote. Damon. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Oh man! <laughs> but nah. Um, to get back to the to. To apply the the youth obsession with the competition that we have right now, you do you look you you look at certain things where like I can personally just say like there's certain goals that I set for myself when I was 22, 23, 24. Mm-hmm. I hit some of them, maybe I didn't hit a few of them. I feel you but pretty. now mm-hmm. you see the new generation come up behind you, and you see the ones that are hitting them, and you can see it, It's very visible. There's a lot of visibility now, so you can see who's doing what. Yeah. You know how they're doing it, how successful they are, and there is a little bit of. A feeling for me personally, and I don't even feel like I'm falling into the category of someone that's a hater. But I do see that there's certain times where I see somebody who's done something. I'm like, man, like mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm never gonna be able to do what I w- would have wanted to do back then. Mm. Mm. I'm never gonna be able to do that. And yeah, that that feeling does come up. But at the same time, it's like, all right, but I'm 34. You know what I mean? I'm only 34 years old. Exactly. And maybe the 24 mark didn't get hit, but the 34 mark can still get hit. The 35, the 40, the 45, 50, 60. Yeah. Those marks are still out there to hit. So when you look at it and you see all of this information and and you have visibility in so many different lives, you have to be strong enough to be able to see through it, see where you are, place yourself properly where you are yeah. and see it and take it all as motivation and not get discouraged because, dang, like. I'm never gonna be 23 again i'm never <laughs> gonna be 21 again so those 21 things ain't gonna happen but cool i still got that's what, that's, what interesting. Me. that's interesting
1: that's interesting mm-hmm. i don't i don't think in terms of age like never yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, i cool. never and you know as a person um you know as a person who went back to school i'm a non-traditional student which means i went back to school um after 25. Mm-hmm. um you know i'm a person who went back to school who went to community college and um, you know I, who also went to UCLA and Harvard, and I'm, I'm starting my fourth year in my doctoral program. Oh. i right, see you, girl. And I bring all that <laughs> up. I'm not trying that. to like For just sure. pat myself on the shoulders. I bring, you should. but this is this issue is important to me because I work with first gen. Um, usually community college students. Like, Mm -hmm. that's my passion. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that the first thing we need to do is dispel myths. That's the first, first thing you always need to do when you work in communities like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like communities I come from. And age is a huge myth, in my personal opinion, Mm -hmm. right? Because I think it's something, it's like, It can block us from moving forward Mm -hmm. right so if i said to myself oh i'm a certain age and i possibly can't go back to school i would have never done it you know if i if i would have said to myself oh i should have done this at 18 i would have never done it you know um so i i understand the age pressures i get pressures Mm -hmm. but what i think in our country it's amplified Uh, right if you're not a millionaire
0: by 25 or 30
1: do you need to Go, go and hang it up that's bullshit it you, it know? Is, huh? you know
0: you know and i agree and i, I agree with both you guys are saying and also to the visibility part uh-huh. we also have to recognize that we're only seeing a surface yeah right you know and the fact is like i think we you know because someone could all of it, any of us sitting right here we can all post a certain thing and everybody anybody could look at it and come up with oh this this is it must have came easy for them like right. nobody oh. sees like Woo. the late nights Nobody right. sees the struggle, right. Nobody the process, sees the, as you were saying, the journey, the journey mm-hmm. it takes or whatever. So everybody has a certain like journey to get to that per se mark of what we want, but we're only given just the surface. And it's interesting. I'm thinking about the the age thing or whatever, because mm-hmm. I know like for me being 34. In today's culture, like, as a woman, I know mm-hmm. I want to have children one right. day. And there's, like, that pressure. Yeah, are you going to have kids and or that, whatever that, that's like a real, That's a real pressure. But it's like, yeah. you know, I got to own my mm-hmm. story because at 25, 26, I wasn't thinking about kids. Right. Me Ooh, Now either. I am. Right. But <laughs> if I'm going to be a 40-year-old mom, then, you know what? I'll be that that's 40-year-old it. mom. Hey, yeah. You know what? I'll show, show up to the be soccer game. And be fly what? as hell. <laughs> 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 show up to the soccer game. Like, what, what? But, <laughs> you know, it's I'm so glad, like, we're having this conversation because... I really feel like this is something that we're all struggling oh, or dealing with to some degree, yeah. you know? And I think it's good to, like, bring it up. So, like, for our listeners out there you guys really should check in with yourself in terms Mm -hmm. of your engagement with social media Mm -hmm. where you're at within your own journey and are you tripping over yourself right are you not picking up on the free game Mm -hmm. you know like you can get so caught up in everything else and Mm -hmm. you may just miss what's good for you Uh because you're trying to look at what everybody Mm -hmm. else is doing Mm -hmm. everybody else is doing Um,
2: and i think that's a very important thing when they say like they say it in a lot of different ways, but stepping away from from all of this information, stepping away from social media, stepping away from the internet, step moment. away for like days, weeks, whatever mm-hmm. you gotta do, really let you check in with yourself and really see yeah. where you're at, and, and it builds that self-esteem. Mm-hmm. to like, okay, I know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day I'm with me. I'm not over right. here looking at what everybody <laughs> right. else has got exactly. going on. I'm okay. just spending some time with myself. You don't
1: have time. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean,
2: I have no idea. But when you when all you doing is sitting here looking like, man, they doing that. Right. Oh, man. First of all, doing that. like
1: everybody, mama and daddy and grandmother <laughs> <laughs> ever said, who the hell is they? Yes. <laughs> who, 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 who is that? Right. Who I don't know. They? <laughs> who is that? Okay. Not who are they, but who is who that? Is that? <laughs> who is <laughs>
2: that? <laughs>
0: who is <laughs> that? <laughs> it don't matter. I don't care I don't know.
2: I don't know, <laughs> know that. But yeah. <laughs> oh
0: man. So. We have to wrap up this conversation, but um, the one of the final questions or more like advice is what's going to um, wrap up on was what are one to two tips that we could offer our listeners um, to help them become more comfortable and confident with their own journey? I know we kind of were segueing mm-hmm. into that that there was something more specific that we wanted to add mm-hmm. to people out there and this conversation will continue i'm sorry we gotta like wrap it up like that no, it
2: it's, is. it's okay
1: it's it cool. was cathartic it was good for the skin <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: i guess i'll say i'll just uh kind of follow up on what i just said basically is step away mm-hmm. you know they this word self-care goes out a lot but really what it is is just really spending some time with yourself mm-hmm. turn off everything, Don't everything. Turn out, uh, not just social media not just this uh, everything go for a hike go outside and mm-hmm. sit down and meditate Who do something <laughs>
0: yeah, do right, something you know what I mean for like, real. do something
2: by yourself right. and really figure out what you got going on in your head because that yeah. really is what it comes down to mm-hmm. because if you can't if, if you do go on and you see something and your first response is envy or jealousy mm-hmm. or self doubt or, or any of those things. Then you need to check in with yourself mm-hmm. and see really what's going on because it can't mm-hmm. that can't be the truth. You need source. to readjust. Mm-hmm. So you got to readjust. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: I I would say um, stay busy. Mm-hmm. If you're busy, you don't you, you're not checking for them or they. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. Um. You know you you stay busy with a purpose. I don't mean just stay busy and you know perform empty works. I mean, be busy with a purpose, yeah. right? Um, it's it's almost like, uh, I, 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 I don't know how I feel about this word, ha- having a mission per se, but it's the same, it's the idea of, you know, you have a goal, yeah. right? And you're trying to reach that goal. Right. Yeah. Um, and you stay focused on that. You stay focused on that. And then you surround yourself with like-minded people who are moving in the same direction with you, because yeah. if you are if it, it's very hard to move forward when people around you are stagnant mm-hmm. or regressing. Right. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to throw people away, per se. But what it does mean is not everyone is it can be in the car with you while you're driving that way you know what i'm saying the car Mm. can only hold but so many people Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm. so you need to make sure who's ever accompanying you on this journey for your mission or your goal whatever um that they're cheering for you Mm. you know that they're putting into you and they're not taking out of you
0: yeah right so
1: it's about staying focused and it's about surrounding yourself with people who are nourishing Uh um because if you're doing those things you don't give a damn about what they or them are doing
0: that's very uh, true right they owe them.
1: You, you know you you and and i think that's very healthy for yourself and for your productivity mm. because if you are pr- when you are productive and you start wondering why people looking real happy all of a sudden? Because yeah. they're busy. Mm-hmm. Genuinely. Productive, busy. You know? Like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, y'all gave hey, y'all just gave some seeds for ah. the soul, man. <sighs> over here, talking about go outside, disconnect, mm-hmm. you know, readjust mm-hmm. over here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And staying busy and productive. I'm thinking about one tip to offer people out there is, and I think Nola, you brought this up briefly when you, we were talking about, you know, this culture and competition. Mm-hmm. We brought up narcissism, mm-hmm. and I think competition sometimes for people can just create more of a <consequently> me, 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 yeah. me, 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 me spirit. Yeah, I would really encourage and advise people out there to really take the time to learn how to genuinely celebrate and collaborate. With other people, and more so, just learn to lift others up. Mm-hmm. I think that will take the focus off yourself yep. and allows you to recognize that not everything is always about you and right. what you're gonna do and how you're gonna get on and where you're gonna get. Learn to recognize that there's a world of people out there that deserve your admiration, that deserve your respect, and deserve your appreciation. What if we had social media pages that weren't just focused on ourselves, but may focused on somebody that we loved? like Mm. a a family member that like passed away or something like that and you highlighted the great things they did in their life or Mm. whatever like like take the time to not just think about yourself but take the time to think about somebody that's doing great work or even just doing something it doesn't have to be awesome and great and all extraordinary just like it's the little things Mm -hmm. in life that matter and I think if we learn to acknowledge what other people are doing that can take that focus off of you and make you feel so oh my god I still haven't done what I wanted to Mm do and me 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 I'm not trying to downplay anybody's dreams Mm -hmm. because I know sometimes I've been guilty of that mm-hmm. i have been guilty of the well when is this gonna happen and what about this and what about mm-hmm. that and i always think about shout out to my uncle bobby great uncle bobby he passed away two years ago and he always told me he was like anytime you're feeling down about stuff in life things not working out with you take the focus off yourself focus on god and uh, think about yeah. what you can give to somebody else because mm-hmm. one thing you complained about the another the next thing somebody's praying for oh, absolutely mm-hmm. so it's so true i'm just gonna encourage people to think about ways to celebrate others mm-hmm. as opposed to you know comparing or competing mm-hmm. with others not to say you can't compete within yourself but just putting more of that out there, mm-hmm. out there. catch it y'all Did y'all catch it caught oh, they it. Ca- they caught it okay caught it, it. yes caught <laughs> it. <laughs> this conversation will continue you guys and like we said or i said earlier just think check in with yourself take some time to reflect let's all make sure that we're growing towards um, a mindset a spirit that allows us to you know want to be better for ourselves, so we can be better for those that we love. But yes, we're gonna segue into the next portion of our show. Mm -hmm. Take root and, oops, I hit that, (laughs) y'all hear that? Take root and give back. As you guys know, our guest for the day is Miss Nola Haynes, founder, creator of Nola Haynes TV. As I said earlier, academic, activist, author, (laughs) creator, and you know know what else you
2: are? Hmm. Look at me! let me tell you what else you are. I mean, you know you.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about this because with your educational background, let me tell you guys about this woman's educational background, right? <laughs> so, graduated from UCLA mm-hmm. with your bachelor's in political science and philosophy and African American studies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! And then you got your master's in divinity from Harvard. Yes, that that made, that makes sense. The spiritual conversation we've been having, <laughs> yeah. And you're um, currently pursuing your Ph.D. in political science and international relations at Mm -hmm. USC, University of Southern California. When I was reflecting and also just talking to you, you definitely are a woman who does not place a limit on herself. No. And I love that because your educational background, your artistic background, your overall just presence and aura right now just gives me a person who goes after what they what they love to do what they believe yeah and they just incorporate in everything that they do yeah and i think sometimes especially in the world that we live in like oh well if you're a nursing major then you stick with the nursing or well, mm-hmm. if you're a film major you stick within film and it's like no if you have a passion for politics and african-american studies yep. and for religious studies and you like trap music and mm-hmm. you also like to read james baldwin yep. why can't you be all of that all those and, things and i love it because mm-hmm. i just think we need to see more that yeah, because I feel like I'm like that. And so yep. I just wanted to shout you out Thank for you. being Thank you, a woman with no limits. Thank you, Queen. Yeah. A woman oh, with no, no, limits. no limits. No limits. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Come on. But yes, right. you guys. Nola is here with us. Hey. She is going to be well, we're gonna be talking <laughs> to her about Nola Haynes TV, mm-hmm. um, what started it, the inspiration about it, and also the campaign. Um, that you're starting called mm-hmm. create your own lane, your own lane absolutely. but could you go ahead and just tell the listeners what exactly is nola haynes tv what has inspired this mm-hmm. um movement of yours ah. and where you're going with this right now
1: okay so nhtv definitely um it's a well first of all it's an independent uh talk show that that's it's bare bones mm-hmm. that i executive produce uh write and host it it's, it's an idea that comes out of, um, I'm very interested in people. I'm very interested in non-celebrity people, but people who are like moving in their own communities that are doing big things, right? I'm interested in entrepreneurs. I'm interested in innovators. I'm interested in creatives. Um, and I'm interested in those things because at, at some point, I realized that we're all entrepreneurs. Even if you go to work, you know, even if you have a nine to five, you have to get you. You had to get yourself up and dressed, right? You had to put together a resume. Then you had to go for the interview and sell yourself, sell your brand to a person, and say, "Hire me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Those are entrepreneurial skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. As an academic, I'm an entrepreneur, right? It's up to me what I write, yep. what I publish, mm-hmm. how often I do it to sell my brand. Um, to a university to say, hire me, right? Mm-hmm. That is entrepreneurial work, yeah. right? So there are different types of entrepreneurs. There are creative entrepreneurs. Um, this last season, uh, season three of NHTV, we talked to um, chefs uh, who are entrepreneurs, you know, be it a private chef or a food truck or a restaurant. True. Um, so this idea of an entrepreneur isn't necessarily someone who needs to uh, go to business school you know and then come out with a great idea and then you talk to someone from uh you know who's going to give you seed money and then you go you know you go about your life that way no 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 no, no. first of all that's too cookie cutter and life does not happen that way it sure don't um so okay but going back to what nhtv is so it really is a celebration of people um in very different you know communities doing a damn thing you know and they're doing it authentically i'm very you know Being authentic, that's just not just a buzzword for me. Like, I live that, you know. Um, And I love highlighting people who may not necessarily get shine for the work that they're doing, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And that's really important to me. And I have people ask me all the time, why don't you interview this famous person? I'm like, well, first of all, I think they have enough outlets. Mm -hmm. They're good, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it because, you know, some of the people that I interview – You know they have huge followings, huge platforms. You know, Mm -hmm. so it all depends on how we want to talk about this idea of celebrity and what that means too, Mm -hmm. right? We can redefine that. So um, definitely, I am interested in talking to that it person in their community. So Mm. that that's the foundation of it. And then it came to be, again going back to what isn't and what is cookie cutter. Well, what isn't cookie cutter is, you know, I was unemployed after graduating from Harvard. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a job, but something weird was happening with it, and it was taking a lot longer and bills were piling up. So I needed to occupy my brain with something. I needed to do something, right? And I'm a creative first. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if this is in my bio, but I was an actress for a long time
0: oh look at you Thesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yes actually yeah. Sanford Meisner trained
1: <laughs> yes yeah. actually um you know and and I did that it started in high school I had my first talk show and then from there um literally went to Hollywood <laughs> and you know started with commercials and tv shows and oh, all cool. that stuff so I am a creative and, and I'm and I'm also a writer you know if, if you talk to anyone in my family they would have just told you that i was going to be a writer that was what anyone would have said to you is what i was born to do mm. right um so I, I wrote my first book i think at 19. Oh, okay, um, cool. what's the title of it i think it was called ethan peoples if i'm not mistaken
0: Ooh.
1: yeah ethan. it was about a black professor at a hbcu in the south i think hmm. um but anyway <laughs> um so you know i I have um, very strong creative ties. And so when I was going through that period, I was like, okay, I ain't got no job. Um, I need to occupy my, my brain and my time. So I thought about NHTV. I didn't really know what it was. And actually, NHTV, the show is actually called, um, it, fans have turned it into Nola Haynes' TV. Uh-huh. But it's actually um, Nola Haynes' The Veil, oh, which okay. is um, a nod to Du Bois. And the idea of lifting up the veil. Right. But that didn't necessarily resonate. That was just a little bit too difficult to always explain. So <laughs> Nola Haynes TV it is. Oh gosh. Um, and, and and you know, we were talking about the process earlier. That's part of the process, you know? Yeah, you know, you, you know tell you about if, that. if that's easier for people to say, I'ma do that. That's you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, you know, and, and I'll, I'll wrap this up, but I tapped I I tapped a few friends from Hollywood you know back in the day and I was like, listen, I have this idea, I need help, and that's key. I asked for help mm-hmm. right because I knew I couldn't execute something like this on my own, and my friends helped me yeah you Man, know
0: and calling on your circle yep yeah <laughs> you know, we are no living examples yeah like, you want to complete part of it yeah, yeah, absolutely that. <laughs> that's this podcast mm-hmm. let's do the podcast, yeah. do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but david did you have a question or i was gonna uh
2: yeah, yeah 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 so um i watched one of the episodes with who was it uh it was chef what was it, Lauren? Vanderpool, Uh is that
1: right? Shout out to Chef Lauren Vanderpool (laughs) Vanderpool. at Queen of Green.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That episode was amazing, first of all. Oh, yeah. And
1: I was mad that I wasn't there
2: to eat some of that food.
1: Child. And it was vegan, vegan, too, and it was bomb and
2: flavorful. Maury, you hear us, girl? so good Mm -hmm. so shout out to lauren if i ever if i ever find you i I need some of that but i was gonna ask you i know you said you did a lot of um you did a series with chefs specifically Mm -hmm. so one what was your favorite episode that you've done so far and two whose food was the best
1: see i ain't gonna answer none of them questions okay (laughs) okay so trying to get me in trouble (laughs) oh no 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 i'm just just
2: curious Mm -hmm. so if you don't want to say who was the best just say one of the dishes that stuck out lauren's dish they all stuck
1: out i know (laughs) i I know that this is going to sound like a a pr answer but they were all good for very different reasons now i will say um i liked my experience for very different reasons i really enjoyed um, cooking with chef rose um that was a lot of fun and i'm gonna tell you why i am a woman of organization and discipline there is no way that I can accomplish multiple things if there's no level of discipline, Man, honey. I real. walked into Chef Rose's house and everything was ready to go. You hear me? Everything was prepared and she had her answers just ready to go. We cooked, got to it. I was like, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I like but, you your know, order. Yeah, I, but then I can also, you know, do the the not. So yeah, you know, I can do that too. Um and but i I think what happens when there is a level of preparation, mm-hmm. it shows in the food. Yeah. You've thought about it, you've sure. prepared, you know, you've prepared it uh, in your mind. And I think that that was a really beautiful meal. It was like a caribbean latin fused dish with like plantains and um she made her own chimichurri sauce and then she had some fat from like bacon she oh oh, it was mm. i know i'm starving (laughs) we (laughs) talked (laughs) about (laughs) (laughs) earlier oh Oh, my lord (laughs) I'm um gosh but yeah and i would actually have to say my first episode was probably my best yeah Yeah. one of my best friends um shout out to rc um Two of my friends from undergrad—they they were my first guests, Aww. and then one of them was my was one of my male best friends. So yeah. that was. That's still close to my heart yeah mm-hmm. see <laughs> how that
0: works like when yep. you're starting something out mm-hmm. it really starts within your close circle so, of yep. friends absolutely. and then it branches out mm-hmm. and it seems like i love the fact with nhtv aka the bell but you know but that's like <laughs> yeah. um that you are highlighting those who are in the process mm-hmm. who are just starting off kind of like what we do here to see so, like yeah. The seed you like people in the seed of their dream. Yeah, like, absolutely let's talk about where you at with stuff so mm-hmm. where are you currently now with nhtv i know we're on the brink of starting this campaign or what's mm-hmm. like next to come in terms of the upcoming episodes right.
1: well we're we're wrapping up our season we have two more episodes to release we're releasing um island of flavors next shout out to island of flavors which is a haitian fruit truck i don't that wasn't a haitian accent i don't know what that was actually <laughs> my bad um but uh it was a great experience uh so we're releasing that episode and then the next one we're releasing is with chef amira who is an amazing chef She is the Mm. chef of all chefs um shout out to chef amira and then after that we're going into our fourth season which is going to be about uh women of color in film and television Mm. and it's the women you don't see usually it's going to be like a writer producer casting director mm. uh hairstylist makeup you know the, yeah. the folks that you don't see right the people that that make it go mm. right because again you know that the actors they have their platforms you know what i mean yeah. so people see them so i want to um mm. do an episode of people who aren't so visible um and you know and, and that's my deep appreciation of being an actress for a long time mm. i understand the people that make the shit go yeah right yeah <laughs> you know and and th- those, those, those to me are the people that need to be highlighted every single day because they work very hard. So that's what the, the the next episode is about. And then, you know, we're really interested in, in um, partnering with positive-centric brands. Like, that's mm-hmm. very important for us. Yeah. Yeah. We are we are actually talking right now to do a summer event with um, a partner brand, Mint Magazine. Shout out to Mint Magazine, Ooh. to uh, Josh and Sharon. And what we're trying to do is create a, n- a networking space in L.A. for um, black professionals, up-and-coming creatives, whatever, um, just because there's no space for it. Mm,
0: yeah. A- yeah. There's
1: no space in LA, uh, for it. I, I there, there are spaces that are up and coming, yeah. but there's no like hot event that you could think of. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like AfroTech, mm-hmm. right. That yeah. everyone's right. running to go to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we're trying to move in, in, in that space, um, because in addition to being a creative, I'm an educator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the question that I always get is, well, how did you start? Not, not we could say all day, go out and do it. Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that's what's important to me, right? So that's, we're, we're going to try and highlight that part in the event, the how part, right? Yeah. The how part. Um, And we're also uh, starting a partnership with my loctician. Oh, hey, let's shout out. The locks are looking luxurious. Ooh, You're giving luxurious. me inspiration. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out to Unk Holistic, Uh Healers. Um, that's also the Instagram uh, handle. We're, we're partnering with her. You know, like um, hair yeah. is big for the sisters. You know, and um, yeah, it's good. you know it's mm. a black brand. Mm-hmm. You know, black woman. Um, so I'm very you know very excited about that. And she's from the south too. You know, so there's that. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. So there are a lot of things you know that that we have
0: coming up um, mm. in the pipeline. Mm -hmm. that's amazing i love the fact that you are a pioneer an advocate and somebody who's on the ground creating these spaces and it's interesting how you mentioned the how but it seems like your presence and what you're doing Mm -hmm. it's going to create the how but it's also going to inspire the action because Mm -hmm. when you mentioned visibility Mm -hmm. when people see people like you doing that type of work that gives them the inspiration to go after that good and so I was gonna. Did you want to ask a question? Oh, go go ahead. Okay, okay. Mm. Um, Because I thought a good wrap-up question would be to ask, or maybe what could you have such a very? You're very articulate, and you're very educated, like just very good, just educator and just thank (laughs) you speaker (laughs) over overall. Overall, overall. Um, what would you say to those listening right now, who are maybe they have an idea, maybe they have something that they want to pursue or Mm -hmm. something they want to go after? What type of encouraging word or advice would you like to give to that person to go after it and to be about it? And so you can, you know, maybe one day be that person giving them the the platform to show visibility to them. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like part of your work is doing that. Also, on top of the fact that you're archiving. That Mm -hmm. was one thing that always Mm -hmm. stuck out to me about you when I saw your lecture. I was Mm -hmm. like, she's really archiving all of the great things that are going on in our community. So what would you say to those out there who maybe need a little inspiration to after their gift
1: right so I think you know I think the inspiration is uh, uh, all around us you know even if you know going back to our conversation about social media it's not all the devil's work right Mm -hmm. I think (laughs) depending on who you follow sometimes Mm -hmm. you know you can find that inspiration right what I think is missing more than inspiration is courage right because it's very fearful to put yourself out there because we all know you know we put ourselves out there in the public we when we fail we fail in public Mm -hmm. yep those are some heavy hits right Mm -hmm. and we take Mm them right but to say that to a person is very scary right so yes inspiration that's great but you also need the courage to say oh well i'm going for it it may not look the way i wanted to the first or second time but i'm going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it so i would say courage and then the second thing um depending on what it is that you want to do trust one or two people Mm -hmm. don't talk about your idea before it's an actual before it's a reality in public spaces confide in one or two people who you think can maybe help you get that thing done Mm -hmm. right when i was thinking about nhtv it literally i the first season Oh, my God, it was all over the place. Of course. We, yeah. went, we, went, um, <laughs> we went rock climbing. We did archery. I know. Just because I love action and yeah. I love being outside. I was like, I want to incorporate all these things about yeah. me and what I like, you know? And so what wound up happening was, well, why don't we just go to people's jobs and talk to them, mm-hmm. you know, instead of ha- inviting them into the studio? But that took time to work out. Mm. And going into it, I had a very realistic goal that it wasn't gonna be an overnight success, yeah. that I was going to stick to it, you know? And those two realistic goals, I've never moved away from them. And it's mm-hmm. kept me sane. Mm-hmm. Even in the insane moments, as you all know, we all have as creatives. We have insane ass moments. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. telling Aisha yeah. earlier, like my, in post-production, we always have tech problems with audio. Mm-hmm. It drives me mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, I, I mean, like I,
0: right <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's part of the game. we need to do an episode <laughs> on oh what God. goes on behind <laughs> this. Oh, everybody offers no, a story about what goes on and what goes wrong
2: Ooh. <laughs> I did want to ask you real quick though <laughs> it, um, I really like that you said the courage thing but mm-hmm. yes. I wanted to ask you because I think that that's something that comes up a lot for us mm-hmm. and I work in a nonprofit where we do job training and try to help people to kind of get over the hump of you know seeking out work or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that courage thing also comes into play where it's like, I know every day, all day, I could come to you and say, Hey, you just gotta just believe that you could do it, go do mm-hmm. it. Step out there and do it. Right. But what is it gonna take for a person who doesn't have that already instead right. of them to get over that hump to mm-hmm. actually be able to have the courage to do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what's right. your perspective on
1: that? I, I no, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think going back to the idea of trusting one or two people mm-hmm. and I think certain things need to probably be—you cer- y- need to have certain things. I think w- the most important is how we were talking about earlier, your community. Yeah. You need people who are pouring into you, who are mm-hmm. nourishing you, who you feel safe enough with sharing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And who you think could possibly help you do that thing you're trying to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the community aspect probably comes before any of it. Yeah, because really if does. you're in the right community, they're going to big you up anyway. Yeah, they would. Right. So— if you're not, if you don't have those set of circumstances, right. it, there's not an easy answer, yeah. right? It, it all has to come from you. Mm-hmm. You have to self-motivate,
2: right? Mm-hmm. right?
1: And I think um, having a conversation about self-motivation versus inspiration is uh, more substantive because if you say to a person, if you look a person in their eyes and they say, okay, so I understand what you're saying and you're trying to execute, you, you're thinking about something, and it's just you mm-hmm. how are you going to motivate yourself to get to that next level what are you going to mm-hmm. do right, right. Mm-hmm. that has a very different impact from saying oh you just need some inspiration right. that's kind of an empty thing to say mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right but if you have a conversation about
0: self-motivation that's mm-hmm. something very different Ooh, that makes me think about intrinsic motivation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to absolutely. be intrinsically motivated mm-hmm. not like make sure you're not just motivated for an external right mm-hmm. type of validation or external thing but mm-hmm. something for you on the inside absolutely so yeah. Mm -hmm. oh beautiful Mm -hmm. oh my gosh Mm -hmm. y'all better be taking all this (laughs) (laughs) free game free game right Nola, and tell them real quick how they can get in contact with you, yep, though. You yep. know, if they want to, you know, keep the conversation going. Like, now I want to talk to her more. Yep. I want to, you know, support her on <laughs> their social media platforms.
1: How they going to find you? How they going to find me? Okay, first of all, <laughs> Insta, Insta, Instagram <laughs> at Nola Haynes. All right. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter if you want. I got to say, I totally nerd out on Twitter. That <laughs> is my political science space. <laughs> so you can follow me, and then you'll hear me talk about national security policy and law and U.S. foreign policy so there you <laughs> go um oh and then <laughs> we um also have you know we're trying to get our facebook live together we have um our face our facebook page at nola haynes and also the nola haynes uh fan page okay and then if you just want to contact us shoot us an email that's info at nolahaynes tv.com um but yeah we're trying to, our facebook Facebook is off I'm gonna be 100% um, it's, it's it's toe up. It's okay. um, mm-hmm. And I, I've gotten help before and the help made it worse and it just we never recovered. <laughs> 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 um, but Instagram is definitely um, our strongest uh, where we're most visible okay. for, for, for the show and, and that's where um, most of the things happen. But for the show, Nola Haines TV, it's on YouTube, YouTube, please subscribe, please 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 subscribe because for um, projects like ours for independent projects, we cannot grow, we cannot get sponsorship dollars, we cannot grow partnerships if we don't have those subscriberships. Mm-hmm. So please, please, please subscribe. Yes. yes. Please subscribe.
0: <laughs> subscribe, y'all. You, yeah, didn't, you didn't get anything, just subscribe. subscribe. Just subscribe. Nola T <laughs> V on your YouTube. <laughs> Nola T V <CB> on YouTube. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Nola, for just offering all of your insight, inspiration and motivation and just critical and constructive and much needed thoughts. To this conversation today and just talking about Nola Haynes TV aka the bell. Well, that's <laughs> I got a subscriber. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yes, Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Can,
1: <laughs> can I say thank you to y'all? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We, you know, it, it was it took
0: us some time to get here. I did, we got, we we got, got here. Come on, <laughs> praise the ancestors, perseverance. Perseverance and follow through. Come we made it, y'all. We made
1: it. Somebody said to me, you're driving five hours for like a one-hour interview? I'm like, yeah. That's dedication. And yo, it's my brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, for real. It's my, my brand. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now we got to come down to L.A. to you Absolutely. one of these days. Absolutely. Soon. Absolutely. So I, I yep. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It's yep. so good. Yep um we're gonna go ahead and segue into our last section of the show y'all know we do every single episode you know i give a lecture about it many lectures long lectures about the importance of reading mm-hmm. i just really need for people to read sometimes oh. i'm just realizing in my own job people don't even read emails i'm like i just said that did you okay but anyway i'm having a moment so Girl, um the email thing I yeah i <laughs> <you, you> <laughs> when like someone asks you a question and you re- you you
1: answer the question yeah and yeah that's true that what, what's your what's your best email uh, clap back uh. like your professional e- which which what's your black girl professional uh so what, clap back. what i do is i do my initial
0: response uh-huh, and then i believe uh-huh. that because i want to keep my job uh-huh, me too and so but i <laughs> go to out. yeah get the emotions out first of all <laughs> like if you had Right. <laughs> but my go to, you know, clap back kind of, you know, just kind of keeping it in the professional realm mm-hmm. is per the previous email. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, <laughs> okay. Per, it's mm-hmm. my go to. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. anyway, y'all. So every episode we offer a book for you to read, to engage in, take the time to read, take the time to listen. Do whatever mm-hmm. you can to inspire and grow your mind. Um, who would like to go first this week? I can go first. I wanna go first. I don't mind. I guess I'll go first I mean, real quick. I mean, yeah. I want to shout out one of my favorite writers I was actually watching maybe two weeks ago. She has a film right now on Netflix called Call to Courage, The Miss Amazing Brene Brown. She recently has um, released her latest book called Dare to Lead. Um, I placed an order for the book. Actually last week and I still haven't got it. I'm like, what am I look at? Not, not I'm on Amazon, what y'all doing? Yeah, I'm like, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Um, but she is a phenomenal writer and I am really excited to read her latest book, Dare to Lead, because and I thought to um mention this book since since we're talking about motivation, security within yourself, wholeness, you know, learning to accept your journey. She definitely is an author, an academic, a writer who does a bunch of um research in the realm of shame, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, And she also does it from the aspect of looking at the research, looking mm-hmm. at the actual facts behind things, but the incorporating <laughs> the personal and the hmm. storytelling behind it because she calls herself a storyteller okay and so she's awesome and amazing i loved all of her books they have really contributed to my own personal growth and i'm really excited to read dare to lead lead so i haven't read it myself as of yet but i'm encouraging you guys to read it and maybe mm-hmm. we can all read it together so cool. that's my book photo week do you want to go or what? okay
1: <laughs> my book of the week just there is a huge nerd uh, warning attached <laughs> to this. <laughs> um, so you know, I—it's an academic book, and it's written by Ange marie Hancock. She is a political scientist uh, at USC, and it's called "The History of uh, Intersectionality." And a lot of what we've been talking about has been about intersectionality, right? About having these multiple identities. And what I like about the book is because it traces the history of the idea, and it just doesn't like pick up the conversation from like the middle. You know it mm. takes you I, i'm a i'm a or the way i think in terms of origin stories mm. so mm. i love having that background yeah, of that where helps. the theory and idea came from right mm. and so it's it's th- that that's what it's called it, it's really a dope book mm. and um in terms of just nourishing my soul i just always go back to fire next time baldwin is my fi- I, I it's just so powerful yeah. it just shakes the spirit I mean, my dungeon literally shook, like, you know, like, for <laughs> real. Like, Baldwin just feeds yes. me, and so does Audre Lorde, but, yeah, I'm done. Oh, my gosh, yes, and bell hooks. Yes. And yes. name
0: the author, again, for the history of intersectionality.
1: Ange Marie Hancock El Faro. I forgot to add her uh, ma- her married name. Hancock Faro. El El Faro, A-L-F-A-R-O, I do believe.
2: My book for this week is How the World Sees You, Discover Your Highest Value Through the Science of Fascination by Sally Hogshead. I started this book last week, and it really is just about like communication styles mm-hmm. and w- how you perceive your communication versus how the world perceives your communication Ooh. and the different ways that people process uh, communication and all these things that is very good to, uh, to consider, uh, especially if you're trying to do something that successful communication whether it's business whether it's relationships Uh whether it's you know parenting whatever it is where you are not even if you're struggling but if you are struggling with communication in the sense that you may feel like you're saying a certain thing but being received a different way Hmm. this book kind of dives into that and kind of breaks Hmm. it all down too so Mm. um it's a good one sounds good yeah sounds really good
0: Oh, wow. Mm. See, this is why I love this part of the show, because <laughs> it's like an opportunity like for all of us to share different books. Like, I want to read that now, too. Mm-hmm. And we're behind. We're going to do this probably the top of next season, where we're going to do a review of a book. So we did that with mm-hmm. Michelle Obama, oh. and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It felt like an open classroom yeah. on air. Ooh, <laughs> that would <was genius. laughs> oh. be Like, well, on page
2: 43. <laughs> <so> <laughs> I liked that. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I thought, you know. like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so well, According to the text on page <laughs> like your own little radio academic classroom mm-hmm. so yeah guys oh, this show is great oh this is amazing yeah i'm this just really this is good energy it's gonna take me yep. back across the bridge to this family meeting i gotta get to but you know we gonna make it work y'all we gonna make it work yes you guys we are the So podcast mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in with us oh but hold on we gotta give our yep. quota to the um week you want to offer like a word? Everybody should go around just real quick and just offer either a quote uh-huh. or just like a inspiring seed or word for our listeners. We always wrap up with something.
1: Hmm. Quiet. I know everybody got quiet. You know um, mm. I, I do have a quote. It's just skipping my brain right now. I'm trying to remember it. Um.
0: I'll go first. Okay, thank you. I may have said this before. <laughs> But it's funny because um, I'm writing this short screenplay right now. Oh, you're a writer. Mm. Um, Do you like Lena Way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has a short screenplay competition oh. right now coming up. So if you want to submit anything. Girl, no. I oh. am. L- l- let's okay. uh, <laughs> let me tell you about having,
1: uh, being able to do multiple things. You know what you can do and what you can do. And I know what I do and don't have time oh, okay,
0: for. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's, let's put that out there. That. <laughs> but, um, mentioned this in the short screenplay that um the quote in the short screenplay that i'm writing right now and i've said it on the um, show before but it's on my spirit i've been with my family with my friends and i've just been so thankful for the people in my life and also the people in my life who prayed for me even before i got Mm. here and who are looking out for me even right now out there the ancestors be sprinkling their goodness on all of us so with that being (laughs) said um The quote I want to leave with everybody this week is, we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. Amen. I love that quote. I love it so much. That's my favorite meme right now. This is so true because they they put in the work just for even us to sit Mm. here and have these conversations. Oh, my goodness. I I loved it. Um, I I, I have my my quote now.
1: um, And and it's actually on on my email signature. So it's a quote that I really believe in. And it's by Frederick Douglass. And it's really simple. Mm. And it is, my tendency is upward. So think about how powerful that is coming from a former slave. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) Like, what what am I complaining about? And and we talked about self-motivation. What type of motivation?
0: (laughs) What type of self-motivation must you have? Jesus. I I can't even fathom.
1: Okay. I don't even know. So that quote, it, it just when people read it they may think it's cool mm. but they're not in my head in like the context of it this ancestor escaped slavery y'all right. he taught himself right. to read he wrote a whole right. ass book <laughs> a whole ass book i mean i don't i'm <laughs> not gonna talk about his marriage choices towards the end but you know outside all of that we brother agree. you know
2: <laughs> we all <take> left sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you you reading this story you're like
2: oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Disciplinary uh, <laughs> intersectionality. I mean, intersectionality. I can only that's right. imagine
0: what people will say about us 200
2: years Exactly.
1: Now. That's very true. So come on. Th- thank you, uh, ancestor uh, Frederick Douglass. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> My quote for the day kind of goes back to uh, our conversation about just kind of self-worth and not judging yourself against false uh, pretenses. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it by
1: Mm. that's so true it's not about the, it's not the material stuff like that
2: that's just being happy with yourself and what you got going on Amen. and Look what you wake up and get to do every day
0: mm.
1: no right it's there. true mm. I mean if you're an empty human being and you waking up to a Bugatti that, ain't, that don't mean nothing
2: that's a fact. that Bugatti
1: mm. not going to do nothing for you, your spirit or your soul that you're going to be as unhappy as you were <laughs> you know getting in that Bugatti hey hey you gosh. don't take it with you when you leave this earth. that part oh and I'm speaking from experience so this yeah. isn't just like some you know Social oh. media philosophy. Oh, <laughs> you
2: know, like
1: all the, the wonderful philosophers yeah. on social media. <laughs> this is real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
0: real life real. But yes, you guys, thanks for tuning into the C You Sow podcast. We'll be back in June, so stay tuned. Ooh. Make sure you like us on the Instagram cracker, follow us on the book of faces. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Stay beautiful, stay blessed, and stay lovely. Holla. Holla. Thank you.